The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Commissioner Jones, Mr. Hondor, <laughs> Mr. Washington, Ms. 
Commissioner Lanier, Commissioner O'Connor, wherever you are. I see him on there. I just don't see his face. There he is. Commissioner Moody just did roll call. I think we're already. <laughs> I think so. I, think so. I, like your, uh, I like your hat. Hey, but I didn't hear anybody say present or I. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is 7 p.m., so I'm going to go ahead and get started, and I'll call our meeting tonight to order. Um, as usual, I'm going to ask everyone to join me for a moment of silence before we do Pledge of Allegiance, and then I'll turn to our city clerk for the roll call. Thank you. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now I'll turn to our city clerk for a roll call. I think my new assistant did a good job. So, so we'll start with him, Commissioner Moody. Present. Commissioner Jones. Here. Commissioner O'Connor. Present. Commissioner Ruppart. Here. Commissioner Lanier. Present. Commissioner Isasi. Present. Mayor Bliss. Yes. Thank you, City Clerk. All right. Next, that will take us um, to our first opportunity for public comment. And before I turn to that, I'd like to introduce Ms. Lily Beth. She's available tonight if anyone needs assistance with translation services. Uh, we have two opportunities for public comment tonight. One is uh, the first opportunity, and that will be to comment on anything that we're voting on today. So earlier today, we had a number of standing committee meetings, and we discussed and voted on items. And so if you want to speak to those action items, uh, that will be the first opportunity. And then the second opportunity will be for um, anything else that is not on our agenda. Uh, so you would call in at 456-3000 or 311, hit number one, and then number one for the first opportunity. Again, that's to um, for action items or items we're voting on tonight. Uh, and then our second opportunity for public comment, you would dial that same number, hit one, and then five. A couple rules for our public comment period. We ask that you share your name, the city that you live in. You'll be given up to three minutes to speak. And in the first opportunity, we ask you to be really explicit about what action item you're speaking about. Uh, so with that, I'll turn it over to Ms. Lily Beth, and then we'll open up public comment. Thank you, Mayor Bliss. Good evening, everyone. If you need interpretation services to address the city commission, I will be able to assist. Please dial 4563000 or 311 and choose the option you wish to speak on tonight. Buenas noches. Si necesita servicios de interpretación para dirigirse a la Comisión de la Ciudad, estaré disponible para ayudarle. Marque el 4563000 o el 311 y elija la opción a la que desea hablar esta noche. Gracias. Thank you, Lily Beth. All right, so I'll open up the first opportunity for public comment, and this is comment on agenda items tonight. Uh, and if you want to call in on a specific agenda item, the number is 4563000 or 311. You hit number one and then number one. So I will turn to Daniel to see if we have anyone in the queue. Here comes the first caller. Thank you, Daniel. Caller, can you please lower the volume on your device? Thank you. You have three minutes. Please state your name and the city in which you live and the agenda item you're speaking on. You have three minutes. Your time starts now. Could you please put a stop clock 
somewhere. My name is Scott Asherson, and I'm a City of Grand Rapids resident, and I'm here to speak about item number four, community development, which you will be voting on tonight, about the upgrades and changes coming to Rosa Park Circle this year. You know, Rosa Park Circle, a city-owned property, a city park at the main downtown intersection of Pearl and Monroe. But by design, in the mid-1970s, the City of Grand Rapids made a very wise decision to Aired out some really old buildings from the old Market Avenue that went all the way up to Monroe Center, all the way down to Pearl. Tear down the old buildings and build a nice open space park plaza, which we now call Rose Park Circle. I mean, it was a great job with the city of Grand Rapids did. You know, and I'm sure, you know, you guys have all heard the press releases and news stories in the past couple months about the $2.1 million upgrades and changes coming to Rosa Park Circle this year, in part from the Fry Foundation. But I did learn from item number four, community development, that the city of Grand Rapids is going to be giving a quarter million dollars to this project, 250000 and the downtown development authority of the city of Grand Rapids will be giving $300,000. You know, by design, the main downtown intersection is Pearl and Monroe. But, you know, I want to save you guys, you know, $100,000 in consulting fees. I told you this before. You guys need at the main downtown intersection at Rosa Park Circle is build a state-of-the-art information center that will make other cities jealous. You know, and you need to do it this year because you're spending, you know, over $2 million on renovations to the park. What I'm saying is the northwest corner of Rosa Park Circle, the little hill behind the statue of Rosa Park Circle should be leveled. In a foundation poured a couple hundred square feet with conduit, where you can run electrical cables for a future information center. You know, we can debate all day what type of information center is better, electronic kiosks or humans. I'm for humans, but we should have both. You know, but how much time do I have left? You have 40 seconds, sir. Oh, 40 seconds. You know, I'm not trying to, the $2.1 million for this project, you know, 550000 coming from the city. I'm not complaining about the money. There's a lot of money in downtown Grand Rapids. I've seen the statement. But what I'm telling you is you need to build a year-round state-of-the-art information center right there at Pearl and Monroe at the main downtown intersection, you know, at Rose Park. And I'd like to say thank you to my um, city commissioner who called and we talked for a while today, and she got me a few answers from the Downtown Development Authority. You know, you've heard my story before. I think we need an information center and humans. That's, are better than that's three minutes. Thank you, sir. All right, Dean. Oh, yep. Caller, you're on with the city commission. Please state your name, the city in which you live, and the agenda item you wish to speak on. You have three minutes. Your time starts now. A very pleasant good evening. Watchdog Miller reporting in to the House of the People. About four matters here, uh, which I believe are on your agenda. Uh, Sidewalk plowing, you want to, wealthy is mentioned uh, prominently in a paper, yet you're pulling off the wealthy bus route and putting uh, dumping it onto uh, East Fulton. So you have two uh, routes running there within a minute or two apart. Uh, and uh, wealthy has had transit service going back to 1874 now, uh, 
uh, looks like you were retaliating against Catholic Central for winning its 10th uh, state football championship and uh, you bring over another route to the city's only abortion clinic at 320 East Fulton. Now, uh, East Fulton's already bike lane to death, thanks to Nelson Nygaard, which had the, uh, also had the rapid consulting contract in this. Nelson Nygaard has dumped some 241 miles of sidewalks on uh, 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 bike lanes, bike lanes on the city, but uh, just about no uh, bus lanes whatsoever. Uh, on the uh, arena, uh, I mean, the amphitheater totally unnecessary. It's going to be disruptive. Uh, uh, it's going to cost you more <clears throat> to replace those convenient uh, city services that are there uh, than uh, what you'll get back from them. And uh, there's a bit of conflict of interest on this and duplicate boards. Uh, that uh, particular space did house the Island Park, baseball park. Back in 98, 99, 1898, uh, the Cleveland Indians played there. Moved out about 1900, became the Spiders, and now they're called the, uh, by many still, uh, the Indians. And that was the originally American League. And uh, uh, Walking moved to St. Louis, Baltimore moved to uh, uh, Manhattan and the Bronx. Said while plowing, only 100,000. That's pathetic. You're growing 400 grand. 400, 600 grand alone on uh, electric bikes and scooters, totally unnecessary. And where are they right now? They're mostly taking up uh, spaces that were uh, longtime streetcar or bus stops in Grand Rapids. So uh, it's another provocative uh, program. And uh, it's Well, I think I've covered everything. Uh, if not, uh, uh, the uh, rapid program is extremely disruptive, but I'll be getting a you on that. We can't live without a, a central bus route on Wealthy, and uh, no one is looking into that. Thank you ever so much, uh, Watchbox Miller, reporting in to the Thank House you. of the People. That's three minutes. Thank you. Mayor, there's no one left in the queue. All right, thank you, Daniel. We'll go ahead and close that opportunity for public comment, and that will take us to approval of the minutes. And these are of our minutes from our January 26th meeting. Can I get a motion? Support. Support. All right, moved and supported. Commissioners, any questions or comments? All right, seeing none, I'll turn to our city to call for the vote. Commissioner Isasi? Yes. Commissioner Ruppart? Yes. Commissioner Lanier? Aye. Mr. Jones? Yes. Mr. O'Connor? Yes. Mr. Moody? Yes. Mayor Bliss? Yes, it carries. All right, next it will take us to petitions and communication. So the first one is um, there are six communications received expressing opposition to an urban campground. That is received and filed. Communication received from Marthea Daling Jager regarding the city's five year plan CDBG outcomes and institutions. That is received and filed. Communication received from Jolanda Howe regarding the Consolidated Housing and Community Development Plan. That is received and filed. Communication from Karen McCarthy regarding their resignation from the Urban Forestry Committee. That's referred to Committee on Appointments. And communications received from Sky Atchison regarding a downtown information center and changes to Rosa Park Circle. And that is also received and filed. All right, that will take us to reports of city officers. 
Um, controls report for the period of January 13, 2021 through January 26, 2021 in the amount of $23,170,828.05. That is received and filed. And treasury report for the period of January 9, 2021 through January 22, 2021. And that is also received and filed. All right, commissioners, next that we'll take us to our consent agenda. Uh, so our consent agenda are items that we um, talked about and voted on earlier where there was a unanimous vote. Uh, so tonight with one voice vote, we'll adopt those items. Can I get a motion? So move. Support. All right, moved and supported, commissioners. Any additional questions or comments? All right, seeing none, I'll call the vote. I'll turn to our city clerk to call the vote. Commissioner Ruppart? Yes. Commissioner Lanier? Aye. Commissioner Jones? Yes. Commissioner O'Connor? Yes. Commissioner Moody? Yes. Commissioner Isasi? Yes. Mayor Bliss? Yes, it carries. We do not have any scheduled public hearings tonight, so that will take us to our last opportunity for public comments. So we'll go ahead and open up this opportunity. And again, the same rules apply to us that you share your name, uh, the city that you live in, and you'll be given up to three minutes to speak. Uh, and I'll turn to Daniel to open up this public comment period. Yes, at this time, there's no one in the queue. I don't know if we're caught up to live. All right, City, can you tell me when we're caught up? Yep, I'm, I'm watching, but it's about 10 more seconds. Okay, thank you. So we'll give this a few seconds. And we are caught up now. All right, Daniel, is there anyone in the queue? No, ma'am. All right, we'll close that opportunity for public comment and I will turn to my colleagues around this table and I will start with uh, Commissioner O'Connor. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, yeah, not a lot to say, just uh, we did make a pretty big move today with the, uh, the um, agreement to sell the property on the river to uh, our President's Convention Arena Authority. And uh, I'm really hopeful that the uh, the proceeds and the outcomes of that are going to provide uh, you know a, a much better public interaction with the river in the future. It's going to provide some uh, resources to uh, to be able to reinvest in housing outcomes here in Grand Rapids. And uh, I'm really hopeful that this is going to be a long term win for for people in Grand Rapids for uh, um, you know taxpayers. And uh, we're going to be able to do really good things uh, and have uh, you know a, an additional entertainment venue downtown that's going to continue to make uh, Grand Rapids a premier destination for, for people to want to come and, and uh, enjoy live outdoor entertainment, which I think is even more important given the current uh, you know situation. Uh, being outdoors is, is continues to be the safest option, and so having an outdoor an additional outdoor entertainment venue is going to be important for the future of Grand Rapids. Thanks, Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner Lanier. I'll make it quick. Um, thank you to Scott for um, Atchison for all of his efforts and his idea about the um, the, the center for the public. Um, I'm forgetting exactly what he calls it. Um, information center. Yeah, information center. And you know he. He's probably been coming to the commission as long as I've been a commissioner with this idea. And um, and I actually believe that what he is expressing is necessary. And I've said that to him since the first time he's come. 
Um, and I think that um, Tim Kelly and his team have um, taken stat suggestions and they've done some research and they've come back with kind of the best practices for um, providing information to visitors. Um, and um, to the point that Commissioner O'Connor was just making about Grand Rapids being a destination place and having you know, a variety of entertainment options. When you're doing that, you are attracting people who aren't residents. And so to be able to provide them with the necessary um, information, information to navigate through the city or downtown, I think is helpful. Um, I think Tim and his responses recently regarding the kiosk as well as um, arming the ambassadors that are um, located downtown um, is the solution to providing information. I think Scott's suggestion about um, having even a location for um, city um, related um, um, materials for people to purchase um, and having those in a, in a central location as opposed to in the museum with limited hours, I think is another good idea. And I think they're just all, you know, it's, it's challenging to implement. Um, I think the idea um, that Scott has the exact way that he's suggesting, but I am appreciative of Tim and his time and his team with the time that they've taken into trying to um, integrate that suggestion into um, their GR forward plan, as well as um, into this, um, um, some of the more recent um, ideas about the kiosk. So um, I want to thank them for that. And then um, I think the other point that I wanted to make was just, well, I'll, I'll close there. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, let's see, let's go to Commissioner Rappert next. Thanks, Mayor. Um, I don't have much to say either, although I, I do want to thank uh, the city manager and Ms. Claren for the information this morning. I was kind of, my, the cat, cat got my tongue this morning. I didn't have a whole lot to say because it is kind of a sobering reality for us all to grapple with and think through how we need to adjust our expectations. And, um, and yet I appreciate everybody's hopefulness for the future because we certainly have seen our business community in town here pivot and pivot again, and, and it's our turn to, to do some of, the, of those same things. So I am appreciative of the local policy that we re-upped this morning at, at fiscal, and my, my colleague, Commissioner O'Connor and Commissioner Jones were big, uh, big and pushing for that to get off the ground. And so as we head into Valentine's Day, if you can take the ones that you love out to, to eat at somewhere local, uh, that's Every, every little bit helps at this point in supporting our local economy and our local businesses. And um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for a good day. Uh, it's a light agenda tonight, but uh, appreciate all of you. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner Isasi. Thank you. Um, I just have a couple things to say. One is thank you to um, Jen Schaub and many others who organized the listening sessions for us last week. We talked a little bit about it at our last uh, commission meeting as they were getting that scheduled. And, you know, I think that one, it was well organized, well put together. Um, I think city staff are being there as well. 
And it's a reminder that there is not one single truth. We have many truths about how people feel and how they interact with the city. And so it was, it was great to be able to have um, a convening body, especially right now. Um, you know, Joel, you sent our survey about how many hours do you spend doing this? And so, um, you know, we're not doing as many of those events out in public uh, really at all. We're just kind of seeing people and doing these Zoom meetings. So I really appreciate that. So thank you. And um, I just, as a, a personal point of privilege, uh, last week I walked over to DeVos Place and got my first shot of the COVID vaccine. Um, I was able to get this because of my day job and my husband received his second vaccine yesterday. And so deciding to take the vaccine was easy for us. Uh, I think for many others, it will um, take other things. And I appreciate all of our healthcare partners in this region who are sharing stories, sharing different examples about what that looks like. And so we felt it was necessary to take our, take our spot and do our part to vaccine up. And um, I, I'm just really grateful that we had that opportunity. And if people have that opportunity in the future, you know, do the research for them. I know Commissioner Jones was on a panel, I believe, yesterday or Monday. Or yeah, well, yesterday was Monday. <laughs> Sorry. And so, um, you know, just that continuing conversation about it's kind of like voting. You never want people to feel bad if they're not going to do it. You really share your story about why you decided to get vaccine vaccinated. And for me. It was for my family and for this community in the hopes of being all together in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. I'm glad to hear that, by the way. Uh, next, let's go to uh, Commissioner Moody. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, I have no comment other than just to thank the city of Grand Rapids for being who it is and the city staff for working with you and the city manager. It's cold outside. I pray everybody be safe. Thanks, Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner Jones. Thank you, Mayor. I want to also extend a, a thanks to um, City Manager Washington and and our CFO uh, Ms. Claren for the presentation on this morning. Appreciative of the, uh, the information, um, and as has been said, very sobering. But uh, I think most importantly, it's just good for us to know as well as for the. For the community, you know, uh, in terms of what's what's before us, and uh, I, I want to take an opportunity also, if I can, to lift up two people in our community. I want to recognize them. Uh, one is uh, more of a sad note, and the other is is really a worthy worthy of a celebration. Actually, both are worthy of a celebration. First is I want to recognize uh, Seku Smith, who um, passed away at the end of January. Um, many who uh, on this uh, on the commission may know of Seku, who was a uh, a award-winning uh, MBA reporter and, and journalist and TV analyst. Um, he was uh, born and raised here in Grand Rapids, uh, graduate of Central High School, Jackson State. Uh, he was a husband, a father. Uh, he was a, a brother as well. And um, he uh, died from complications of COVID um, and uh, was, uh, again, someone who very much, I know a lot of folks here in our beloved city looked up to Sekou because he was that uh, that one who who actually did very well, extremely well, and uh, was always representing the 616. And so I really want to just give a, uh, send out uh, love and condolences to uh, the Smith clan here in town, very big family, and uh, again, significant loss to not just the family, but also to our community as well. 
Also want to recognize uh, a beloved uh, Shannon Cohen, who uh, many of you know is a local entrepreneur. She is a author, a speaker, an influencer. Uh, and now Shannon is, uh, through her company, um, Tough Skin, Soft Heart, has a card line. She's partnering with American Greetings, and she will be in well over 1,500 Target stores nationwide with her material. And so really want to lift up uh, Shannon, that's a, just a, a major accomplishment, a uh, very big deal. And many of us have known Shannon for a long time. Shannon was a Grand Valley grad and uh, again, has stick, stuck around and is doing really, really big things. You can actually find her stuff also in Bridge Street Market and other local stores. But again, the fact that she is now uh, recognized nationally is just another, again, a big deal because I think with that, she's and further uh, do, doing a, an even greater job of putting the 616 on the map. So I just want to recognize those two. Thanks, Mayor. Thanks, Commissioner. Uh, thank you for listening of those individuals. And I know all of us are so excited for Shannon and she's just a true inspiration. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, let me turn to our appointed officials. Uh, City Attorney, anything to add tonight? No, Mayor, thank you. Have a good evening. All right, thank you. Uh, City Clerk? Yeah, just one thing for tonight. Um, today was the uh, deadline for any taxing authority or any group that wanted to file for the um, uh, proposals or anything for the May election. Our friends at Kentwood Public Schools are putting on a millage question on the May election. So, yay, we're going to have a um, May, May election. Uh, so, That'll be precincts 51, 54, 6, 7, and 8. We'll combine them like we did in May of 2019 in one polling location. Um, but we'll send out notices to all the voters who don't vote at um, Brookside Christian Reformed Church. We'll make sure Commissioner Lanier doesn't have to find a new place to vote. So, and, and so, um, so we will, I got Commissioner Jones to laugh at that. I see that. I, I know. I was. I really wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> so any, anywho, um, so we'll have an election. We'll have the precinct will be open. We'll have absentees. Um, so that's the only election um, that we know of for this year. Okay. Thank you, City Clerk. Uh, so, Mayor, may I ask still a question? Sure. I thought you were referring to 2021 as no election year or something like that. I said, unless a special election was was called. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I knocked on every piece of wood that I could find. <laughs> and now the gloating is no longer. Right. Thank you. Uh, all right. So let me turn to our city manager. Uh, city manager. Thank, thank you, Mayor. I think I get twice the amount of time since I couldn't unmute last time. So. Uh, <laughs> Thank you all for your work today. I want to thank city staff as usual for all the hard work that they've done. This is a, a Black History Month and um, I want to thank our employee resource group for continuing to highlight the importance of history within our organization and partnering with community to remember the various celebrations and our very own President Ford helped to underscore the importance of uh, black history nationally under his, uh, his tenure. So I uh, want to thank you uh, for participating in the mayor's community's conversation. I understand there's going to be a virtual conversation on the 24th uh, around the city within the city and 
uh, Dr. Jilks and Dr. Robinson, along with T.A.L. Amin, I believe, will be part of that conversation. So I look forward to, to hearing that. I do, I too, also want to thank the staff today for the work and um, our CFO for the financial update. Uh, also, there was good work doing fiscal committee and to report reported on the extension of our hyper-local purchasing preference. And uh, shouts out to... Um, uh, AJ Hills and Patty Caldwell and all of those, uh, all of our staff for making sure we increase uh, the MLB participation in our community and um, and my continued appreciation to Ms. Bohodge and the work that uh, she continues to do around uh, housing and community development and um, you as well in terms of your approval of the five-year regional community development and, and housing plan and I also echo the conversation, the comments on the uh, amphitheater and uh, how transformational uh, that project will be in, in many ways to our community in addition to uh, the public venue, but also the other community benefits that the project will, will create. And I'm looking forward to our conversation on the 23rd when we'll continue to talk about uh, some of the important things that are going on, but as we look forward to um, the remainder of this year, I'm looking forward to hearing from our police department on an update of their strategic plan and uh, as well as our planning department. I'm really, really excited and, and really have been just eager to hear about the updates and involvement on the master plan and I'm uh, looking forward to that conversation. So thank you. Thank you, city manager. And I'll just add a, a couple more things tonight. I um, appreciate you talking about some of the great events happening this month uh, to celebrate Black History Month. I know many of them are virtual, but there are a number of them being hosted throughout our community. Um, and in, in addition to the our public museum, we also have our public library that will be hosting a whole host of events. So encourage people to participate there. Um, I also wanna add my thanks to Jen Schwab and others who helped organize the listening sessions uh, as we came together to listen to individuals uh, who live near and around um, Heartside in downtown. I really appreciated that opportunity. And then two other uh, announcements. I'm not sure if all of you have heard, but on the Rapid, we did um, select and hire a new uh, a new CEO. Uh, her name is uh, Deborah Prado, and she'll be starting with us uh, next month. She comes to us from New York City, so she has extensive experience in public transit, uh, both in small systems uh, in Rochester. She was in Rochester for a number of years, uh, but has been in New York City for the last several. Um, so we're excited to welcome her to Grand Rapids. I'm sure all of you will have an opportunity to meet her, and I'll make sure that um, she reaches out to you. And then secondly, if you um, haven't heard yet, uh, our Grand Rapids Housing Commission also uh, made a decision uh, about who they selected for the next CEO of our Grand Rapids Housing Commission, uh, and they selected uh, Lindsay Reams. So she comes to us from HUD. She has uh, quite a bit of experience working with HUD. Uh, before, going, before working with HUD, she was at the Detroit Housing Commission. Uh, so I'll be eager. I haven't met her yet, but I'll be eager to meet her uh, as we continue to work on issues related to low-income and affordable housing. I see the Grand Rapids Housing Commission as key partners with us in this work. So uh, hopefully all of us will get a chance to meet her pretty soon as well. Uh, so with that, I will close this meeting. Uh, please stay safe uh, and healthy, uh, and I will look forward to seeing you all again soon. So have a good night, everyone.